At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It is Live Bet Saturday here on this conference championship day. And I'm Jonathan Von Tobel here at Las Vegas. Circa Sports is the spot. And uh, who I just found out, I mean, Danny, I apologize. I didn't mean to get you out of bed so early, my friend. You all right? What's going on here? Look, you're you're rattling me here because I said I'm happy I didn't wake up at 8.30 Central Time to inevitably watch USA lose to Netherlands on a Saturday. I'm not saying it's early, but on a Saturday, to get up early for that just wasn't worth it, right? It's your weekend. You got to sleep and get ready for all the college action. Now is the appropriate time, but to wake up at 8.30, nah, no thanks. All right. Well, I wish I knew what that <laughs> that life was like. Uh, some of us have to file stories by about 5 a.m. Uh, or else we get fired. Well, you got the kids you got to take care of, too, I I mean, they got it's, you up already. It's right? actually Ben Fox who gets me out of bed in the morning, not uh, <laughs> not my children. Ben Fox who uh, sends me nasty uh, text messages if I don't get my get that up by five thirty a.m. or else. Uh, all right, we have of course. Uh, I think the game, like the rest of conference championship weekend is great. That's fine. Uh, but in terms of a point spread of our conference championship matchups, this seems to be the most entertaining of the games. Out, yeah, we'll say in the power five, there is a field goal spread uh, a little bit later in the Mountain West title game. And we do have an interesting game that's going to kick off as well. That's just over a field goal in the MAC championship. But one that really means something potentially is Max Duggan, the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year in TCU, taking on Kansas State. We'll start here. Uh, because this game is going to kick off in just under 10 minutes from now. One and a half the spread, total of 61 and a half. This never really got to that full three at all, Danny. 61 and a half also uh, in terms of the opening number for this contest from a total standpoint. Some spots opened a little higher. I think we saw some spots as size 62 and a half at the open. I will give you the floor here. The thought process, of course, being, hey, you know what? TCU, not that good from a power rating standpoint. The market's been telling us all year long. I think the market's also been wrong all year long, but what do you say? I think kind of how you said it is the way to approach it, right? The market's been wrong about TCU, it seems, time and time again. And I've been someone who hasn't necessarily been against TCU, and we could kind of laugh about our whole Max Duggan and Heisman conversation, but more so oh, about it's funny that now. It's funny now, is it? Okay, okay. It is. And, it, and it's just, I mean, we were even talking about it last week. He was still like 40 to one, not yep. getting respect when he should clearly be in the top three conversation. And I will say I was wrong on it. When we talked about this like week two, you were all over it. So we give you all the props for that. Um, but I am finally jumping in on this ECU train, right? I, I think you were just hearing Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi talk about it. Like it may seem like the public side right now, but we've been saying this 
week in and week out with TCU and the market seems to go against them and they just find ways to win and we keep looking back and going yeah they were the right side yeah that was a good opportunity to take some action with them and I get there's a lot on the line in this game against Kansas State and I'm looking now and you've even seen like at Westgate for example Kansas State has flipped to a one and a half point favorite so this market is coming down hard against TCU JVT but I laid minus a buck 30 earlier in the week on the money line with them I think they find a way they won the first game and usually when you play second time around like we saw with Utah and USC it doesn't go according to plan but I have enough stock in this DCU team to figure it out well and here's the thing so a lot of people are bringing up that first matchup right in which Adrian Martinez gets knocked down the first drive well Howard eventually in the second half gets knocked out for a couple of drives as well and at one point the third string quarterback takes the field for Kansas State and that TCU was down 28-10 in that matchup, and they got lucky. You, you can look at it from that perspective, but Danny, I also think that when you look at Will Howard and the way he's played lately, like, for example, against Kansas, that was all about the yards after catch and the explosiveness of the skill position players for Kansas State. Will Howard was not good in that game against Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, completed only 11 passes. Uh, again, as I mentioned, a majority of his yards, there was an 80, uh, I think there was an 80-yard catch and run from Deuce Vaughn for Kansas State in that game just last weekend. I think that the market, like when I said at the beginning, the market's just been wrong, right? And sometimes that happens. Yeah. This is a team that is 9-2-1 against the spread with the market moving against them almost every single week, TCU. And we see it all the time. The market has a stubbornness to it. How many times have you and I sat up here on a weekend and looked at the market moved in favor and closed in favor of Texas and Texas was failing yeah. to cover some of those numbers. We see it all the time. Alabama, the market was insanely high on Alabama all year long. And Alabama, from an ATS standpoint, had a very poor season. So I think that when you look at this sometimes, sometimes the market just gets a little stubborn. And, you know, I have been one, you and I have discussed this. I've been one where I've sat up here sweating out bets with you where I bet against TCU, right? There were plenty of games. I think it was the Texas Tech matchup. It was the West Virginia game. And sure, sometimes in those games, they got away like in terms of a little bit of luck. But at the same time, down the stretch here, they have answered the call almost every single time. And I just haven't been that impressed with Kansas State as you've kind of gone along, especially after that matchup against Kansas, where I think a lot of people look at it, see a lopsided score, and think ultimately that it was a little bit more impressive than it really was, especially when it comes to the quarterback play. So you and I share a play here, uh, similarly at least. I laid one and a half with TCU. You played the money line, right? So we're going to be rooting for the Horned Frogs as they're about to take on Kansas State. But it's going to be a really interesting game. And big picture-wise, I'll ask you this. I'm of the mindset that TCU is safe. Outside of yeah. like a 60-point blowout of the hands of Kansas State today, I think even if TCU loses, they are into the college football playoff. What say you? That's interesting. I mean, like USC losing obviously helps their case tremendously. I, people are still clamoring for Alabama to find a Stop. way in the college football playoff. I, I think it's ridiculous, right? Why do people want them in so bad or think that they're going to get in? They're clearly not as great of a team as they've had in the past. And Bryce Young, yes, he's going to be an NFL quarterback, and it'd be fun to watch him play, but there should not be an avenue for Alabama to get in. Ohio State and TCU with one loss should have the nod over Alabama, despite what national media is trying to tell you that they can still sneak in. But um, I, I guess you're right. Right. I mean, now that they have been in the top four for several weeks, I think if it's not a blowout loss, if it's a game that comes down right to the wire in overtime or in at the end of regulation, something where it's like, you know what, TCU didn't shoot themselves in the foot. They still looked like a really strong team. Kansas State just played better. Then, yeah, I, I still think they find a way to win or to get into the college football playoff part of me. And also, too, one other thing about just this individual game, JVT, I mm-hmm. do think there is going to be a moment if someone hasn't gotten involved where TCU probably does trail in this game because of the familiarity and because how big of a target they have on their back and what's on the line here. It's not like you and I are probably envisioning TCU to have a seamless performance in this game where we're not sweating it out. Like there's a reason why the line is flipped and why it was so close in the first place. And I imagine that it's going to come down to the wire. So, again, yeah, even if they do lose, I think you're right. They probably still find a way into the playoff based on what's happened with some of these other teams. Yeah, and uh, when you're to your point, too, just look at the game, right? Relatively high total, opened up 62.5, down to 60.5, yeah. and, and essentially a one-point spread. And as we're updating this, too, by the way, uh, it looks like on my screen, Kansas State now the one-and-a-half-point favorite uh, right now mm-hmm. flipping to that side. So, uh, look, it's 
not really surprising, again, as we kind of see this get piled on here. Kansas State going off as a one-point favorite. And like as somebody who laid one and a half pre-flop, not a massive swing between one and one, so I'm not really kicking myself for beating up, uh, you know, beating myself up on missing out on, yeah, I could have taken one with TCU. Uh, so I feel perfectly fine as we approach kickoff here now that Kansas State is going to go off uh, as the favorite against TCU. Uh, but again, we have seen this quite a bit now. Uh, this has been the theme for TCU all season long. And uh, I'm willing to maybe go down on this ship with TCU here in this spot against Kansas State. Should also note, uh, the MAC championship is underway. Our own Stormy Bonatoni, by the way, uh, on the sidelines. Just watched her give a report. I had no idea what she said. I'm sure it was a great report, though. Uh, but right now, Toledo and Ohio, uh, this is, of course, scoreless early on. 13-19 left to go in this first quarter. And uh, the story here, uh, when it comes to this matchup, Toledo quarterback Daquan Finn did get the start here against Ohio in this game. So he wasn't expected to be 100%. Had an ankle injury that he was dealing with. Played limited snaps against Western Michigan last week. Uh, but according to reports, have been steadily improving. So he is out there on the field for Torledo, who is right now, again, in a scoreless tie, four and a half point favoriting him with a total of 53 and a half. Now, the table is set for all these other conference championship games. We're going to get to this as the uh, hours go along here on Live Vet Saturday. Tim Brando is going to join us uh, on the other side. We'll get his thoughts on the big picture when it comes to what we saw yesterday with USC and some of these other teams that are on the outside looking in. And if it is, if it is indeed Ohio State who will climb their way back in, which I would believe to be the case. Um, but really quickly, I wanted to build on something we brought up just briefly, which is I agree with you, Danny. We need to stop with the Alabama thing because we see a lot of people like, hey, man, bet Alabama to win the title. They could get in. You can get off. No, it's not going to happen. There would be no logic that makes any sense whatsoever for Alabama, who is ranked behind Ohio State coming into this weekend and having both teams not play a game this week, to then all of a sudden say, two-loss Alabama, whose best win is a one-point victory on the road against Texas, who didn't have Quinn Ewers, is now all of a sudden better than Ohio State, and we're going to put them into the college football playoff. It makes no sense at all, and even with TCU losing a game, if they do lose this game to Kansas State, the same thing stands in terms of Alabama with their two losses. And I'm tired, Danny. Stop it with the, hey, they lost at the gun both times. I don't care. They lost both games. Their most impressive victories are that Texas matchup that I just mentioned or a home game against Mississippi State. They have not been impressive. Their resume sucks quite frankly, when you stack it up with some of these other teams. And I actually had somebody come at me and say, well, if LSU wins, their resume gets better because one of their losses looks better? What are we doing at this point right now? If you have to have that conversation right. where if another team wins because of that, yeah. I, I mean, that doesn't give you enough, enough jurisdiction to give you enough leverage to find yourself in the college football playoff. Again, JBT, like we've seen it time and time again. You shouldn't be getting in if you're a two-loss team and there are respectable one-loss teams ahead of you. And it's not to say that look, Ohio State has played a tougher schedule or have necessarily looked better, but you're right. I, there have been several instances where we have discussed Alabama saying, we cannot trust this team. I, I mean, think about that matchup against Texas A&M, and yeah, Bryce Young wasn't playing, and you know it was closer than it should have been, but the Aggies are terrible. And that game against Texas when Quinn Ewers got injured, and it was still just such a sweat at the end, that easily could have been three losses. So, no, there should not be a scenario where the Crimson Tide find themselves in the college football playoff. And if they do, I'm not going to say it's rigged, but it's a flawed system because that should not be the case in any scenario. Yep. Also, this is from Chris Felica, uh, now of Fox Sports, by the way, who, by the way, employs Tim Brando, who will be with us in just a couple of minutes. But uh, if TCU had an Oklahoma or Texas logo on its helmet, there would be zero doubt that it was in win or lose today after a 12-0 regular season, which included nine conference games. And I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Any conversation of Alabama jumping them is absolutely nonsense. All right, we'll come back. Tim Brando's going to be with us. I'll get his thoughts. He was on the call, actually, the first time TCU and Kansas State met. So we'll see what he thinks about this rematch of the Big 12 title game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Live Bet Saturday on vSEN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Cyber Monday deal has been extended, folks. Sign up today to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You're going to get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game over at DraftKings and deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. I hear there's a... uh, there's one of those cool coffee mugs in the store that's actually a face, a picture of Danny Burke's face. And as you pour <laughs> hot liquid into it, he smiles. It's actually absolutely fantastic. Hurry, extended Cyber Monday offer won't last long, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift of Eason.com slash subscribe. And we are on the field in Arlington, TCU, Kansas State, going at it. And a quick three and out for Kansas State. Actually, that might not be a quick three and out because we're at like 12.08 left to go in the first quarter. So regardless... Off the field, Kansas State is. TCU will get the ball back here, a fourth and five coming up for Kansas State. Uh, for those who don't know and who haven't been tracking this or just tuning in, uh, we did get a late move here. Kansas State actually did go off as the pre-flop favorite here against TCU. They close as about a one-point favorite, depending on where you shop for your numbers. So TCU, the undefeated Horned Frogs, an underdog in the conference championship matchup with Kansas State. So with that, let's move on. We have a lot of other championship games to get to coming up later today. Also, this is the cool part about this time of year. Uh, I don't know about you, Danny, uh, but we also had college hoops games that just tipped off uh, quite a few, including one that's going to be early on that we'll keep an eye on here, Syracuse and Notre Dame. Really big matchup coming up at 930 between Oklahoma and Villanova that we'll keep our eye on. And of course, I will point out uh, that Dallas and New York, that's right, NBA teams are tipping off here in about 15 minutes. So that'll be fun to keep track of, and that's why I brought the extra laptop today. All right. Did you take anybody in the NBA today, JVT? Uh, I did bet under Minnesota, Oklahoma City. I got that under 233. We're down to like 231 and a half. Uh, sneaky okay. angle to watch now with the Minnesota Timberwolves. We're going to go down this path very quickly. Carl uh, Anthony Towns not playing. I think that might make them better defensively. Uh, Kyle Anderson's in the starting lineup now, so they might be a, the offense might be better. It kind of snuck against Memphis in the first game, but their defense has got the potential to be really, really good. Not that Carl Anthony Towns is a problem, but when you have a bunch of defensive wings out there now as opposed to two plotting bigs, it makes you a little bit more fittable in transition and uh, I think a little bit better defensively. So you see that right there, total down to 231.5. I bet it under 233, and uh, we will see also Shea Gelgis Alexander, Danny, questionable to play for the Oklahoma City mm-hmm. Thunder. Also would help me uh, if he does not play because that total will drop because they stink on offense without him. So we'll keep an eye on everything going on in every single sport as it moves along and as we move along here on Live Bet Saturday. But let's go to the other conference championship games as we preview them. And uh, we'll go to the, we'll start in the Power Fives, obviously. And we'll start with the SEC. And I'll just ask you this, right? Georgia opens up as a 15-point favorite. We get a, uh, I think it's like a blurry Zapruder film type of photo. It's not really. Uh, of Jaden Daniels in a walking boot. And we know he's been banged up for a while now. Uh, this number is now 17 and a half with a total of 52. 
The question is, what is the case to be made for LSU staying inside this number? Or even, if you feel so inclined, Danny, pulling the upset against Georgia today? Uh, See, this one would have been a good scenario to go to the side of LSU if they would have showed some life in their last game. But after that performance, I mean, again... Of course, there's motivation here, right? It's the championship game, and you're still playing for a bowl game here, a top one. But I don't know, man. I mean, you know, every time I've doubted Georgia, it seems, and it's not like I bet against them that much, but when I've just kind of looked at the game and thought how I would play it, Georgia finds a way to dominate, and they could easily do this against LSU. I feel like, and I'm victim to this too, that we got caught up in LSU a little bit, that maybe they were just overplaying and just succeeding based on what really kind of squad they've assembled. It's Brian Kelly's first year. And yes, incredibly impressive win against Alabama and in some other spots. And look, they're going to be a top dog soon enough. But still, it takes a while to get there. So uh, I feel like Georgia is going to have a stronghold in this game. I I wouldn't be laying it right. I I mean, I'd rather take the points when it's that high pretty much in any scenario as opposed to laying it. But I I just don't really have that much faith in LSU right now. And I don't know what kind of performance and get up you're going to get out of this team. Yeah. Um, with the total at 52, yeah, just final thing I was going to say, I, I would lean under JVT. That's about it. No, and I think, so there's a couple of things for, for from this standpoint. I, I think that, it, kind of along your line of thinking, it would be LSU or pass, given the number of 17 and a half. It would be LSU or pass, and I think the case, which is kind of dangerous to do, the case you're making for taking that number, Danny, is something that you alluded to. Georgia has nothing to play for here today. They sure. don't, right? Like, they, they could rest everybody and be into the college football playoff um, because of what they have done to this point and well, how highly they are They're playing for the rated. number one seed, right? Correct. It's to overcome Michigan. Yeah. Yep, they're playing for seeding, and of course the top seed uh, gets to choose where they want to play. I think the Peach Bowl is up, so right, it would be one of the semifinals, so they choose that. Like That's the only thing at stake for Georgia uh, if they want it at this point right now. Um, but to your point, like if we could throw up Georgia's schedule, I mean, look at some of the spots which we've seen Georgia, right? The Kent State game, where they knew they were going to go into that game and win, and they kind of slept walk yeah. through the first half, and then ultimately put their foot down and beat up on Kent State. The um, the Missouri game, where they had to come back. They thought they were just going to walk into that game and win. They had to come back and beat Missouri in that match of 26-22. That was consecutive weeks. Heck, even the Florida game. Remember, I think that was, what, a 28-20 game late in the third quarter, and then they decided to put their foot down and uh, kind of suffocate the life out of Florida. That, I think, is what you're worried about, is that it's a Georgia team who knows we're making it to the college football playoff. This is not a game in which we have to really exert ourselves or open up the playbook, and thus LSU stays into a big number by default. By the way, big play down the left sideline for TCU. They're in Kansas State territory. They're going to have a second and eight right now at about the uh, Kansas State 40-yard line or so. Uh, but again, my guy Max Duggan with a dime down the sideline to uh, <laughs> to uh, one of his playmakers, of course, Johnston, who has uh, been absolutely explosive. And questions about how healthy he's going to be, but they are downfield already and uh, looking to maybe get into the red zone. But going back to this game, I think that's kind of the case you're making, right? Because Jaden Daniels is banged up. They Remember, go back to the Arkansas game that you and I were both watching, right? Remember, I bet Arkansas in that game and was sweating that thing out against LSU. The offensive line was really bad in front of Daniels. He's not good under pressure. He's going to face a lot of that today. That is my worry, that if you're trying to make a case for LSU, it's all about whether or not Georgia's going to take this seriously as opposed to what LSU can actually do schematically against them. No doubt. And I, I don't know the track. I mean, what, this is going to be Kirby Smart and Brian Kelly going up? Yep. For the first time. So, uh, again, this is a new territory for Brian Kelly. And Kirby Smart obviously has his team formulated in such a way after winning the championship last year. And, you know, to get up for these type of games. But you do bring up a very valid point. When they've gotten in those spots where they know they could just steamroll over the teams, they get a little bit complacent. And when you're these college athletes where you have different thoughts on the horizon as opposed to just going all in every single game, you're kind of playing a little bit selfishly. Some of those times, you know, you're preserving yourself. And maybe you're not going as all out as you need it's tough to gauge it though right because it is a conference championship game you are still vying for the number one seed but you realize that you should have the advantage over LSU but 
Look, at the end of the day, again, I've got no play here. I would take 17 in the hook because of the number, as you were mentioning. I would lean under, assuming that it's going to be kind of a lower defensive-oriented type of game. And if you think that LSU is going to cover, I think it has to be a lower scoring game in my mind, right? And if Georgia wins, it's probably going to be their offense is getting what they can against LSU. And, you know, the defense of the Tigers isn't going to be able to do anything to stop them. And, you know, Georgia's defense is still going to be Georgia's defense at the end of the day. So I do think if Georgia does cover, it could be kind of a runaway type of performance. But yeah, this one, man, I, I just think it's so tough because of the unknown with LSU right now, JVT. So I, I don't even know how much I'd be looking forward to kind of an in-game perspective. A lot of times I'm always saying, oh, there's an avenue to look mm. for in-game. And there certainly is. But I think the only one it would be is if there's just a bunch of scoring right away and we look to attack the under and get an adjusted total or if LSU keeps it really close and we're getting a lot better number on Georgia. But for the fact that they're laying 17 and a half pre-flop, it's going to take a lot for them to get into a viable betting spot on the side of the Bulldogs. So again, maybe the total, if it gets adjusted heavily early on, would be the best route to take. But man, I I'm just not really loving anything with this game as of this moment. So on a third and three TCU, um, Max Duggan took a shot in the end zone. It was actually a touchdown that was dropped. He had one-on-one -on -one coverage and his receiver went up for it but couldn't hold on to it. So on fourth and three, they went for it. And Jerquarius Spivey uh, catches the ball for a first down. So we got a second and 10 now for TCU. They're on the Kansas State 25-yard line. I got to tell you, Danny, early on, obviously the explosive plays are there for TCU. Uh, Duggan is getting some time in this pocket. And that was one yeah. of the things that a lot of people were pointing to was this Kansas State defensive line being able to get pressure on Duggan. But early on, like on this first down of this current drive that they're on right now, this first down that just passed, he actually bailed out of a clean pocket and was tackled at the line of scrimmage. He had some time to operate if he wanted to. So right now this is a big third and nine for TCU. Obviously very aggressive early on, taking a couple of shots downfield, going for it on a fourth and three. We'll see if they can get it done. But already in game, TCU closes pre-flop as a one-point underdog, and they are now a three-and-a-half-point favorite in game, minus 105 with a uh, total, these numbers courtesy of MGM, of 58-and-a-half. So big third and nine for TCU. We'll see if they can convert here against Kansas State and if they can get into the red zone. And they're going to convert. So this is a first down in the red zone for TCU. Wiley with it, a leaping catch, and they're going to get it. Good start for our Horned Frogs, Dan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what we like to see. Get the rhythm going early. And hey, big stop defensively, too, with a total so yep. high preflop. Getting that initial stop is big. Yep. And in a back and forth game, a first score could do a lot of favors for you if you're TCU. Also update here, uh, Toledo and Ohio, 7.50 left to go. Toledo still holding on to that 7-0 lead, and they do have the ball back and driving as well. They convert on a second and seven for a first down. We'll come back. We have plenty of other conference championship games to get to, including the ACC matchup between Clemson and North Carolina. And I got a futures ticket I'm sweating out. We'll tell you about when we come back here on Live Bet Saturday. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data over at DraftKings. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving every game. Betting splits page updated with DraftKings odds every single 10 minutes. So you can change, uh, see all the changes and all the action. Check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way VSIN's here to make you smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Jonathan Von Tobel, Danny Burke with you as we always are here on these live bets. Saturdays, TCU, we are still scoreless in the Big 12 championship game, but TCU's got a third and one here. Uh, they were uh, attempting to try to convert this third and one, but a timeout was called, so they are going to line up now, try to go for it. You would assume, after they went for it on a fourth and three earlier on this drive, that if they don't get this, this is four down territory, and they're going to get that. It's going to be a first down and goal at the one-yard line of Kansas State. With that, let's bring in Tim Brando, who's nice enough to give us some time today. Tim Brando, of course, a great voice that you'll hear on all of these games for Fox, including one later today. Um, we're going to get you on the best conference championship game of the day, Tim. Boise State and Fresno State. I cover the Mountain West, so I am uh, partial to watching some Mountain West football. Give us a breakdown real quick on the game that you're going to call later today. Well, I, I will tell you, I don't know that I've ever seen two teams that went through as much turmoil yep. in season, managed to get to a title game uh, as these two. Uh, one, because of the, the loss of an outstanding quarterback who will play on Sundays and Jake Hayner, and uh, the other because of the firing of an offensive coordinator. Coach Plow was let go, and then Dirk Cutter, the old head coach and uh, venerable giant of offense that you know just happened to be living here after he had 
settled in on retirement, but has a, a son that's an original walk-on, said, okay, I'll come and help fix this. And he did for uh, Andy Avalos. And they simplified things and got a great athlete that's a redshirt freshman at quarterback. And Kalen Green turned really the fortunes of Boise State around to the point where these two familiar teams that have played uh, for titles in this league uh, three times since 2017 get to go at it again. I, I'm with you. I think it'll be – I think this game on right now because we had it, Spencer and I did in mid-October when TCU was uh, number eight and Kansas State was number 17. That was an incredible game. And I think the game we're watching right now and, and the game we're going to have a little bit later on Fox is uh, they're, they're going to be very competitive games, uh, That may, the most competitive of the day without a doubt. Hey, Tim, JVT and I, of course, were previewing some of the later games, and we were looking at the SEC championship with LSU and Georgia. And this one's really fascinating because, as JVT and I were kind of talking about, when Georgia's gotten into some of these spots where they've been big favorites, we're seeing them 17-and-a-half-point favorites, yeah. it seems like yeah. they've gotten complacent from time to time. We know their position in the playoff is solidified. They're playing for a seed right now. How does LSU come into this game? I mean, Brian Kelly has exceeded in year one. Are they going to be able to keep this thing close, or is Georgia going to come into this spot motivated? I think they will keep it close, and I think it will be more competitive, especially for, I'll say, uh, a half and maybe a good portion of the third quarter because LSU is young and resilient. You know, they laid an egg at home against Tennessee in a game that was played at 11 in the morning central time. Uh, and everybody thought, oh, my God, uh, they're just not ready for prime time. You know, they fumbled the ball on the kickoff. They, they had a busted coverage, fell behind by a couple of scores very early. I think it's important that, number one, Daniels is healthy, okay? They, they need him to be able to make plays uh, because without him, I don't think that that offense is um, as, as, as prominent and can, can do as many things. They need to get Boutte involved in the passing game early, which Daniels, and he really did get their chemistry going about five, six weeks into the season. But if they get a good start, if LSU gets a good start, um, they're, they're going to be competitive for the most part in this game. I just think Georgia will wear them down. The line play, I think, ultimately will be the difference, and Georgia is much better up front, both in their offensive and defensive lines. Uh, but, yeah, I do think the game can be a lot more competitive. LSU's playing with house money here. They are way ahead of schedule. And, you know, to lose the way they did against A&M, I know concerned a lot of people because, you know, they really had a chance if they had won out. You know, even with two losses, with the wins they would have had, uh, they would have had a real good chance at, at maybe uh, crashing the party of the college football playoff. Now that's gone. And in a lot of ways, I think that takes the heat off them. And, and they can play loose and free. So uh, I'm with you there. I do think that game will be a, a far more competitive than the Big Ten title game. Uh, Tim, I, one of the things that has annoyed me as I was woke, I've woken up this morning, outside of having to wake up early and not drinking coffee right away, uh, is this, uh, this, this sudden narrative that, hey, man, look out, Alabama, USC lost yesterday, Alabama could leap Ohio State. This is nonsense, correct? It is, but pure playoff privilege is something I talk about all the time. If you follow me on social media and you've listened to me for the last 20 years, uh, going back to pre-BCS, BCS, and now uh, this godforsaken 14 format that has made it a brand beauty pageant, and the Alabama brand is always going to drive the narrative. Uh, it, is, it is interesting, though, when I see some of my colleagues uh, over at the Four Letter Network beginning to say some things similar to what I've said all these years, and, and so I think they may be uh, getting it too, knowing that expansion is on the way and, and that TCU, for instance, has had so many more impact wins yep. and their strength of schedule is good enough. You know, this notion that playing in the Big 12 is just inferior to playing in the SEC is just garbage. The Big 12, top to bottom, was better than any league in the country this year. I mean, Iowa State only got blown out once, and that was the TCU at the end of the year. Other than that, they were really good at the top-ranked defense in the, in the conference much of the season. And uh, West Virginia lost some tough games. I mean, really competitive games at home uh, to teams like TCU, for example, uh, and, and had their moments. You know, those are the only two teams not going bowling in that league. So, yeah, I think TCU should be in regardless of the outcome of, of the game we're watching. But, listen, uh, th this committee lacks a lot of credibility. 
should TCU get in over Alabama even if they lose? Yes. Do I trust the committee to do the right thing? No. So the possibility exists. So, Tim, let's, for example, just say that Ohio State does get in, which realistically they probably should over Alabama. There has been a lot of lost trust from Ohio State from that game against Michigan because, of course, they didn't just lose. They got walloped in the second half. And there was already some concern with the Buckeyes leading up into that game. How do you envision Ohio State to respond if they find themselves in the top four? Oh, well, let's go back to 2014. They shouldn't have been in that year. That was a year when their brand – and a 49 to nothing blowout of Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship trumped TCU's 11-1 season. That was the year, of course, the Big 12 did not have a championship game. They didn't have the 13th data point. <laughs> Those were key words back in 2014. Uh, so they, and then what did they do? With a third-string quarterback, they went on to win the national championship, beat Alabama uh, on the way there. Look, um, they've got more personnel than anybody. I mean, they, they do. Now, they've been banged up, too. And it finally caught up to them uh, in the game with Michigan. They got worn down by a Michigan team that was more physical than they were. And uh, they hit on some huge explosive plays, which, you know, Coach Knowles' um, defense is apt to do. That's the way he plays. They're blitzing, uh, send a lot of guys up into the box type of defense, and you can catch them in man coverage. And if you make the connections, and J.J. McCarthy did, uh, it was a blowout. I, Ohio State would have a, 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 a puncher's chance because they have the material to have a puncher's chance uh, getting in at the four hole. And uh, speaking of brand name, stature, and status, how about the overhype on USC mm-hmm. with, you, you, with Utah? I mean, mo- most pundits had them, oh, my God, this, they're going to take care of it. Caleb Williams has the Heisman. I mean, uh, and look what happened. Utah was a bad matchup. Uh, for for USC, and they remained a bad matchup. Morgan Scalley, a great defensive coordinator, uh, knew what to do. And the moment they saw that uh, that Caleb was a little bit nicked, a little bit banged up, they teed off and and shut them down. And the lack of a run game, the lack of line play. You know, USC's O line and USC's D line uh, was carved up by Utah. So uh, that's something you got to consider here. And I think it's interesting that. Ohio State, who beat Utah in the Rose Bowl last year in an incredible game, needs to send a thank you card uh, to Coach Whittingham yep. because he just helped the Buckeyes, you know, get into the the Final Four of the college football playoff. Tim Brando, Fox Football commentator. Tim, uh, we appreciate some time earlier this morning. Have a good call later today in uh, Boise State, Fresno State, sir. Thank you. You betcha. Look forward to it. Thanks for having me on and. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you. Hey, man, you too. Thank you. You as well. All right, a couple of updates here. So uh, Will Howard gets away with a couple. First off, uh, on a second down, Danny, I don't know if you saw it, tried to go deep uh, over the top and had a interception dropped by a TCU safety and then comes back on third down and tries to get it. That is tipped and uh, we'll call it not nearly picked, but there was a lunging attempt at what would have been an interception for TCU. So another empty drive for Kansas State. TCU's got the ball back at about their own 37-yard line. They'll try to make some magic and get another scoring drive after a 13-play, 92-yard touchdown drive that gave them a 7-0 lead they currently hold right now. And from an in-game standpoint, floating around a touchdown favorite against Kansas State. So give you an update there. Also still the same score in the MAC championship, Toledo 7, Ohio nothing. Uh, 21 seconds left to go in the first. We get a flag down. Toledo has the ball currently, so we'll see what that call is. On the other side, we'll continue around uh, the conversation when it comes to championship weekend. Brad Thomas is going to join us next. Betting analyst at NBC Sports Edge. Get his thoughts on what we're going to see later today. And the championship game we've really hit on, Clemson and North Carolina. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Live Bet Saturday on vSEN, the sports betting network. Even a wager that misses, much like this TCU field goal just now, it can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or website. With one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props, so go ahead. Take your favorite NBA starter score big, the home team to cover, and the over in points. You can go under as well. That's actually a bet you can make. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll get up to 25 bucks back if you miss one leg. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards are issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. TCU... Their drive snuffed out. Um, Kansas State is willing, Danny, to give them some of this one-on-one coverage on the outside. And Duggan and the Horned Frogs are trying to take advantage of it. Uh, they've already gone deep twice, uh, but to no avail. So on a fourth and seven, they attempt a 55-yard field goal. Uh, that is no good. So it's still a 7 nothing lead. Kansas State takes over to bat midfield. They're on their own 45-yard line. Second and two right now as Will Howard drops back to pass and uncorks one downfield, and that's going to be complete for a big game inside the 20-yard line. Kansas State now is coming up. With that, let's welcome in our next guest, Brad Thomas. Nice enough to give us some time here today. NBC Sports Edge is where you could find his work. Brad, we appreciate it. Uh, I wanted to go to a couple of games that we really haven't hit on, and I know that you have uh, a wager on as well. Let's start in the Big Ten title game. Michigan taking on Purdue, floating around 16.5, 17-point favorite. And are you coming in and laying the wood here with the Wolverines out in Indianapolis? Yeah, I went ahead and took the Wolverines here. Like a lot of people want to talk about narrative with Aiden O'Connell, you know, the, the tragic passing of his brother. He's been away from the team all week. He's going to play with a chip on his shoulder. But let's face it, that lack of preparation time against the arguably the best defense in the country right now is going to affect them. Uh, people talk about maybe a big spread in the big tick title game. Well, last year they handed Iowa their ticket early in the game and absolutely destroyed them. And then they want to talk about the letdown spot after beating Ohio State, their arch rival in Columbus. Same thing happened last year, but in Ann Arbor, and they came prepared. Michigan has beat nine opponents by 17 or more so far this season. What I like about this Michigan team, they're number one in the country in net points uh, per drive. They're number ninth in offensive success rate and number 10th in defensive success rate. If we look on the other side of the ball, that's I'm just going to go straight through the exact same number, 64th, 54th, and 26th. It's going to take a big day from Aiden O'Connell for them to try to play spoiler makers in this one, but I'm just going to back Michigan. I think they win this one handedly. Now, how about the props you got involved in this game? I see you got some interest with McCarthy and his rushing yards. What do you like there? Yeah, I'm on over 15 and a half rushing yards. I'd play that all the clean up to 17 and a half. I think 18 is a pretty good floor for him here. So one thing about this Michigan team, you know, they returned a ton of starters on this offensive line and they still are one of the best offensive lines in the country. I don't expect this Purdue team who only has about 20 sacks on the season to get to McCarthy. He's only he's averaging less than one sack 
being sacked one per game. And this RPO that they're running with Donovan Edwards looks like it's going to be effective. He's what I call a chain mover. When you run the ball about seven times and you're getting chunks of seven or eight, eight yards, it's something that you can really hang your hat on and, and get a good cover here. And one thing I want to say about this game and why I like this offensive line Ohio State wanted to be aggressive at the point of attack all season. That's why they brought in Jim Knowles. This offensive line was able to keep McCarthy upright, only sacked one time in that game, and he hit this number in that game as well. And that game was set at 12.5, so I'm still comfortable playing the 15.5. A response from Kansas State. Ben Sinnott into the end zone, six-yard touchdown reception, and K-State right now an extra point away from tying this game up at seven apiece. So a good drive, uh, courtesy of a very big play downfield for Kansas State. And that missed field goal, looming large for TC. We'll give you an in-game update once this extra point is decided to be good or not. All right, let's go to another title game that we're going to get uh, coming up later today. Walk us through your thought process, Central Florida and Tulane. Tulane right now we will call consensus number four-point favorite with a total of 57. You've got to play not only on the underdog here, uh, but also a, another prop, right? Yes, and so I'm a, a alumni. I'm a, I'm a graduate. I did undergrad at UCF. Um, I'm an Alabama guy who is very true about football, and I will not bet on the Knights if I do not think they are going to win. UCF, despite having a hobble quarterback in John Reese Pumley, they are the better team here. Gus Malzahn has instilled solid defensive tactics. Yes, they only have a defensive success rate of what's 39%, which is 61st in the country, but it's all relative, right? You have to go against the opponents you're playing. In America, these teams are playing much better offensively. But where I really like UCF is on the ground, the ground and pound. They ran for over 360 yards against the Green Wave in their last game. Why? That's because Tulane's not very good at stopping the run. Their defense has improved, and I think they'll be better in the second level, which leads me to my second bet in this game, and that's John Reese Plumley over 66 and a half rushing yards. Plumley ran for over 170 in their last game. He is a quarterback who's probably only going to throw the ball about 14 times this game because how good that secondary is. He's going to use his legs a lot, and Tulane has been carved up by running mobile quarterbacks. Really quick, Danny, before you get your next question, I want to update our audience. TCU two-and-a-half point favorite in game with a total of 59-and-a-half. First half, half point line there for TCU with a total of 28-and-a-half. Floor is yours, Burke. Yeah, I was just going to say, so then take us through this SEC championship game with Georgia and LSU next. This one, JBT and I have been talking about several times, and I personally feel the least confident in this game compared to all the <laughs> other ones. We do see Georgia laying 17 in the hook and the total about 52. So what is your approach to this game? What would you recommend betters to do in this spot? Yeah, so like what Georgia do we get in terms of right. motivation factors? Like are they a team that's going to want to come out here and go up 40 points uh, and sell off in the sun and make this make the statement to be the number one team or the team who's just going to play the game and then ultimately rest everyone late into the third. Um, I'm not backing the spread here. I'm actually going to be on Kenny McIntosh over 66 and a half rushing yards. I was a little confused. I thought this number would be set closer to 74 and a half. So it does leave me a little bit skeptical. Watch, I'm not absolutely smashing this number. But McIntosh is probably going to get about 15 carries in this game against the LSU team who's 77th in defensive success rate against the run. That's probably their only blemish. The only thing that I have to say negative about this LSU team. I also don't think they're going to have long extended drives. If you guys know, Jaden Daniels for the last two weeks has been walking around in his boot. So it's going to be hard for them to, to extend and, and, and kind of – uh, have these long time crunching drives, which means the ball in Georgia's hands more often. We know what they want to do. They want to run the ball. They want to run the ball at McIntosh. And McIntosh is a pretty good complimentary black. He can do pretty much everything on the field. He can pass block. He can run block. He can pass catch. And he can run between the tackles, which is why he's getting more snaps, more and more as, as the season went on. Um, I also added this play. I didn't I didn't say it's over, but I want to tell you guys about it. I, I do think it's worth some consideration taking Jaden Daniels under 38 and a half rushing yards. Like I said, he's hobbled. He's looked timid while running. And it's a Georgia defensive line who's going to give them fits. Like this is a big game. It's not like playing Georgia Tech where everyone says Georgia struggled out the gates against Georgia Tech or they struggled against Kent State. No, these guys are playing in a championship game. Kirby Smart, one of his, his things he hangs his hat on is game, pregame preparation. So they're not going to come out looking lackluster. And I, I think this is going to be a fun game for anybody who's a Bulldogs fan. Brad Thomas with us, betting analyst, NBC Sports. All right, let's go to uh, – we actually haven't – I don't think we spent a second on this one yet. ACC championship game. Do you have a thought here at all? Clemson, North Carolina. Uh, line right now we'll call consensus. Uh, North Carolina catching eight with a total of 63 and a half. Yeah, so um, I, I lean North Carolina here, right? Drake May versus DJU, and I, I, get, I tip my cap to DJU – I mean to, to Drake May – but for me, I think that you just kind of want to target some unders on pass catchers, either on both sides of the ball. 
early in the season, I was uh, targeting Clemson secondary the opposite direction because mm-hmm. they were banged up. They were still trying to get that that defensive continuity together. But this is a good time where you look at this team. If you look at PFF, they're one of the top rated secondaries in the country. If you look at uh, their success rate versus the pass, one of the top in the country, top 20, which to me is still good enough when you when you consider the ACC and, and the caliber of opponent they're playing. All right, Brad, uh, final thoughts, Purdue and Michigan. I know you kind of got into that a little bit, but when you look at, I guess not Purdue and Michigan, but Michigan beyond that game, is anything you see from this spot going to dictate how you back Michigan or fade them in the college football playoff? Yeah, so the playoff gets interesting for Michigan, right? Because for Michigan, you really need Blake Corum. Like, I I know that Donovan Edwards ran the ball for 200 plus yards, but we have to be realistic with ourselves. Uh, two of those were massive gain, massive gains of 80 plus yards. I know that, you know, Harbaugh's system is pretty much a plug and play here, but betting them, I'm going to have to take it game by game, see who they line up with. I don't know for sure if they're going to be the more physical team when it comes to the defensive end, because even when they played that Ohio State game, I don't think they were the more defensive team, uh, their defense versus Ohio State's offensive line, but they did game plan a lot better. And that's one thing that Jim Harbaugh has done. So I, I think that if you want to target Michigan, go ahead and bet them now. Uh, I wouldn't bet them game by game, especially with the spread. Uh, I'd imagine like they're a dog to Georgia, but they're the favorite in every other game. So why would you want to lay these numbers that are like five and six points? Follow him on Twitter at Mr. Brad Thomas. Brad, appreciate a couple minutes today, man. Thank you very much and good luck. Thank you so much. Have a great one, guys. NBC Sports Edge, that's where you can find Brad's work. Uh, right now, I want to update really quickly because we are waiting because we have a lot of conference championship games going on. Uh, but the news also of the day, we should note that uh, Coastal Carolina quarterback Grayson McCall is still a game-time decision. So we'll keep you updated on that as that comes down and if we get an update because uh, that's a little important, I would say, when it comes to Coastal Carolina's chances uh, a little bit today. I was going to make a joke about the uh, team name and the nickname, but I wasn't going to do it. All right, I, I, I chickened out. We'll come back. We have plenty of to get to in-game updates all around the country, including the NBA and college hoops here on Live Bet Saturday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.